If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Do you have a business, website, project that you want mentioned on this podcast? Well, that can happen. If you go to patreon.com slash Jason Horton, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Jason Horton, you could be part of this podcast and support it more than you're already supporting it by listening to it. And you can have dozens, hundreds, thousands, dozens, tens, hundreds, thousands, probably dozens of people listening, checking out your stuff, and then you could be rich and famous. I don't know. I can't promise that. But go to patreon.com slash Jason Horton to find out more. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton, and I'm here with someone that I'm not going to keep my cell phone near him because I'm afraid he's going to hack it. I'm already starting with those jokes, man. Uh, Sammy Kemkar, hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Um, really, you know, um, a mutual friend, uh, Natalia Fedner, who's here, was like, oh, you got to meet my friend Sammy. He's uh, a former hacker. Sure. Right? Is that the word? I mean... Uh, uh, I don't know if former is correct, but yeah. Right, well... Why do you keep doing air quotes, man, and winking at me? Uh, um, Other reasons. Yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 you know, I believe what I see on TV. So that that's my um, my frame of reference for, well, for any of this. If you watch Mr. Robot, then yeah. then you can believe most of it. it. I mean, is that? I mean, that's one of the first things I thought of. I mean, it's, of course, years. No, you're not wearing a hoodie, so I don't really believe you. <laughs> like, I don't know if that's you gotta uh, wear a hoodie. You do. You do. I mean. That's where I wear, what I wear at home. Yeah. yeah, you do have dark colors on, so I, that I is do. sinister. Definitely, definitely like the dark colors. I mean, everyone pretty much wears black in the hack community. Oh yeah, all the hacktivists. Yeah, <laughs> is totally. that a thing? Absolutely. Um, uh, I was telling my fiance, who's like kind of obsessed with kind of hacking and uh the seat the dark web deep web 4chan and stuff like that and she was like oh god ask him this god ask him that I was like you have to email me all these questions because i can't i can't um awesome. uh so i mean there's just a ton of stuff on you online like your wikipedia starts out like pretty rough not rough bad, but like rough like it's like intense stuff like right <laughs> off the thing um but i i guess we'll just kind of hear from you so what's i mean i'm sure you've told your story about a zillion times but what's kind of like the trajectory of of what you did and now what you do and then we'll kind of get into some stuff sure sure i i mean um just in, in a nutshell i mean when i was a kid I, I was always obsessed with hacking or trying to hack it was actually just being a script kitty a script kitty is just someone who like wants to hack but doesn't know how so they just download programs from places and run them and like hopefully you can do some some badass stuff um 
And as that progressed, uh, I did learn to pack a little and learn to program a little. What is pack? You got to, I mean, did you say pack? Hack. Hack. Pack. Got it. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is terminology. Oh. And I want everyone who's <laughs> listening knowledge. that wants to do some hacking, uh, don't do hacking. That's uh, that's wrong. You shouldn't do that. But go ahead and do it. Um, I want them to be uh, well-informed. <laughs> well, yeah. And there's different kinds of hacking. I mean, so when I was 19 years old, um, I ended up writing a, a worm or virus mm-hmm. on, uh, on MySpace.com. That's the Sammy worm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like my biggest concern on MySpace is like, who did I take out of my top eight? Right? Like I was just like, you took me out of your top eight, or I'm number third in your top eight on MySpace. <laughs> that was my biggest concern um, on MySpace. But you, uh, what's what? Why? Why MySpace? Like, why did you? Is because it was a huge site? Or? Yeah. So I mean, this was this was over ten years ago. Yeah. Right. I was I was nineteen. Oh yeah, it was two thousand five, and MySpace was the number one site on the internet at the time. Literally the number now one. Now it's site. number six, right? <laughs> yeah, it's down there. Yeah. It's down there, you know, with like Angel uh, Fire. Yeah, Angel Fire and GeoCities. Um definitely in the in the top in the still in the top twenty. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Um and because everyone had it, right? It's kinda like Facebook or Twitter today. Um, if you want to get whatever message you want across in front of the most amount of people, that's is that kind of like it was more like just people my friends use it, okay. right? You know, my five friends used it. So yeah. I was like, okay, I'll use it too. And I'm just messing around on there. And really, I'm just like, I'm messing around. I'm a 19-year-old kid. Yeah. I'm seeing what can I do. And I'm like, oh, wow, I can actually control people's computers using MySpace. I can actually make their browser do things that they didn't intend to do. I can make them leave me comments. I can make them add me as a friend. And I was just like, what would be funny? What would be funny? Literally, what would just be funny? That would be funny if someone came to my profile and it added, but most of all, same, he's my hero, to their own profile. So if you visited my profile, you'd add Sammy as my hero to the bottom of yours. It wouldn't delete anything or anything else. So it wasn't like super malicious. It was more like prankish. Yeah, it was. Ish. It was LOLish. Yeah, right? this is all for the lols. Yeah, totally. Uh, and I thought that would be funny, and I could just show off to a couple friends of um, what I was able to do. And I was like, man, not many people click on my profile. <laughs> I'm not very popular. How do I make this thing spread a little faster? And I thought, okay, well, if I can make someone visit my profile and add me as a friend or add me as a hero. I could probably make the code copy to their profile. So if someone visited your profile, they would add me as a friend and add me as a hero. Kind of like the way I think it was MySpace. Tom was always a friend. Like if you joined, yeah, you always had friends. MySpace. So it was a, a, not like that, but it was a little bit of that mentality, right? Like you could the- theoretically then if it spreads fast enough, everyone's your friend. Yeah, but I mean I suspected, you know, a couple people would add it. and Maybe within a month I'd have like 100 friends yeah. and 100 people would say Sammy's my hero on their profile. No big deal. And someone might complain. You know, once it got out of my little circle of friends, someone might complain about it and remove it. So I launched it one night, and I was like, all right, tomorrow I'll probably have two friends, and in a month I might have, like, 100, like, if it goes really well. And the next morning I had, like, 2,000 new friends. Um, Which is still kind of, like, not to say that's low numbers, but to, for today, like, you know, you can get 2,000 followers on something in a day if something goes kind of somewhat viral, at, at least. Absolutely. So, oh, absolutely. So the numbers are, are you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, inflation, The you know what I mean? Oh, like sure. of, of, of uh But still, that's a lot yeah, for 2005. For, for 2005 and just being a kid, yeah. uh, I was like, what what's going on? And it's validation. You needed that, right? A little bit? <laughs> Every day. Yeah. Every yeah, day. still do. Yeah. Same here. Wake up in the mirror. Please subscribe to this podcast and leave a comment and rate it or something. <laughs> Check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jason Horton. I mean, please. All right, that's just, <laughs> just uh, enough about me. <laughs> uh, so that, basically within the, that 24-hour period, it doubled, you know, went from 1,000 to 2,000, 4,000 to 8,000. 
I launched, I had around 50,000 people who had added me. What was like at that time, I, I don't really even remember the amount, but what was like, like if somebody was a celebrity on there, mm. I don't know who was on there. Like I know there was MySpace celebrities. Or, Tequila well, Tequila was a big celebrity. Right. Well, how many would she have? It's a good question. I mean, I suspect, I suspect in the millions okay. tops. Okay. So that, that's still, I'm, even 50,000 is amazing. If for two days or whatever it was, but compared to the million, it's still like maybe off the radar a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think within a day, yeah, it might be on the radar, right? Yeah, because it probably took her, you know, a day and a half at least because she's so cool and hot, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? almost as hot as me. Almost, oh, God, it, almost you're almost. through way you're she's three percent less hot than you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, throughout the day, it, it 50,000, I was like, oh man, I'm I'm basically. I thought I was going to go to jail or prison or Did something. You st- were you like, oh, let me stop this? Or were you like, no, let's keep this party going? Yeah, I was like, like how do I, how do I stop this? And I thought about <laughs> it. And I was like, it's kind of like a cold or herpes or yeah. something. Like, you might be cured. But if you gave it to someone else, it doesn't matter. It's still yeah. going to spread. It's going to spread to all those people. And you really have very little control over it. Um, I thought about doing another, writing another virus that would then go out and spread to everyone. And then delete the first one. Oh. But I thought I should, like stick to less than one you know creating less than two viruses a day sure um but that was probably a bad idea and fox had just purchased myspace probably a month before for over half a billion dollars so i knew they had some money behind them um so i was honestly just afraid of lawyers uh coming after me but as a but i mean as a someone who kind of understands the world did you do anything preventative did you do anything to keep you more anonymous, um, or were you just, or, or is it so beyond like what you could do to? to well, know? it's kind of like it's like if if you're on Facebook and a million people have your, you know, added you, and yeah. it's a big picture of you. Yeah, and yeah, I guess you go to the profile and it's all your pictures. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to. It's like my address, right? right? Like yeah. poker game at my place. Here's my address, right. I guess you weren't you, you weren't it wasn't an alias or anything like that. Yeah, no, my my hacker alias slash. You know, real name. Yeah. So what ended up happening with that? Um, so within a day, over a million people got added. Uh, a million people had Sammy's My Hero on, on their profile. And the funny thing is if they delete, let's say they delete me as a friend, what would happen just by chance is that it would take you back to your profile where the code was sitting, which would re-add me. So you couldn't even get rid of me. Uh... Um, and that wasn't even intentional. That just happened to be a byproduct of how the site was designed. And uh, after a million, I mean, literally after, after about 20 hours, they took the site down. Uh, an hour or two went by, and they brought it back up, and my profile was gone. Um, Were you just, like, shitting your pants? A little bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I showered a few times. Yeah. And then after, I mean, I really didn't know what to do. I literally had no idea what, what do I do. Like, I thought about driving over because I, li- I was living in L.A., so maybe I can just drive over and be like, hey, what's up? Uh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah, I felt really bad. I felt awful. Yeah, bring them like a like a edible arrangement Coffee or something. Notes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there were websites that we're all you know the site is down. We're all here working on. It. Yeah. So I actually just felt really awful. Yeah, because uh, that was not my intention. It was not meant to be malicious. Um, and a day went by, and like a week went by, and nothing happened. And I think after two weeks, people were selling Sammy's My Hero T-shirts. The security community got a hold of this and figured like hackers and people in security were like, oh wow, this is really interesting. This is something we thought might be a problem. Like no one has ever seen a web-borne virus. Um, so it demonstrated some like crazy stuff that could happen. Like what if I instead of adding Sammy as my hero, I could have taken people's bank credentials. Sure. I could have used the same exploit to do the same thing. So it kind of demonstrated what is possible, and that you could affect over a million people in a day. Um, so I think to the security community is really interesting. 
Um, to me, I was just scared. I was just like, I hope I don't go to prison. And a week went by, a month went by, and nothing happened. I didn't hear from MySpace, didn't hear from anyone. Two what? Two months went by, six months went by. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like, never letting that kind of thing happen again. Um, I felt I felt really bad, but I'm just glad nothing happened. And I'd gotten a new car, and I was walking down to my car one day, and there's two guys sitting on my car. I'm like, oh no, like these are carjackers about to jack yeah. steal my car. And they're like, Sammy, and I'm like, what? They know my name? They're not carjackers. Yeah. The MySpace thing's coming back. And two more guys walk up behind me, and they all show me badges. One's like Secret Service, Electronics Crime Task Force, LADA, uh, LAPD. So a representative from all. Yeah, yeah, yeah from any, anything LA-based. Yeah. Uh, and the Secret Service <laughs> were there. And like, we have a search warrant for your place. I was like, ooh. Were you living at, with your? I was living in Marine Del Rey. I was living, well, I had a roommate. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, okay. And they started talking to me for a while. And I'm like, I hope it's MySpace and not something else. Just because as a kid, when you're hacking stuff, you kind of like break into whatever you can. So it could have been something else. Could have been something else, but for other things, you know, you kind of you're careful, um, and it's not malicious. It's more of a puzzle. It's like, can I? You know, it's like if you could pick a lock. Like, can I pick this lock? Can I pick this lock? Which over here is supposed to be harder. Can I pick this lock, lock to a government building? I wasn't picking locks. I was doing it online, but uh, it feels the same. I think. So what? Well, okay. So, <laughs> so, yeah. so I, I feel like I'm watching a movie right now. So like, keep going. So, these guys, and I, and I don't know anything about search warrants. And ultimately, I know they're. I watch Twenty Four a lot, and on there they're like, "Show me the search warrant." Yeah. So like, show me the search warrant. Wasn't sure if that was like, yeah. real or if that was just CGI or yeah. how that worked. But I said that, and uh, they're like, "Okay, we'll show you." And after half an hour, I'm like, "Guys, do what we need to do. Just you know, I'm not gonna obstruct. Just yeah. show me the search warrant." And they're like, "All right." So we walk upstairs to my apartment, and my girlfriend's, like, in a sheet crying, yeah. and my roommate is in a bath towel, like, just upset, pissed yeah. off, and wet. Um, and there's a dozen agents going through everything in my place. So they had the search warrants. They had the search warrant. Yeah. They just, like, walked right into my place. Uh, my girlfriend was sleeping un- under the sheets. My roommate was in his bathroom showering, getting ready for work, and they just barged in. And apparently they just went up to them with guns. It was like, you know, put your hands up. And she's like, I'm naked. She's like, put your hands up. Uh, and same thing in the shower. They, yeah. went, they went into my roommate Will's shower and uh, like, put your hands up. It's like, I'm in the shower. So at that point, they just went through everything. They took my Xbox. They took my computer, my laptop, my iPod. It was the worst. They took my iPod. It's like all my music was gone. Yeah. Right? All, all your M&M music? was gone. All of it. <sighs> all of it. I'm the real Slim Shady. Yeah, gone. That that's the, That's the real crime. Well, and and also back then we didn't have cloud services. So all my music was on my computer, or on my laptop, and my iPod. And that was it. So it was like all my music. Were they? Co- I mean, were they cool for all things considered, or were they? Yes. Yeah, I would say I would say most of them were cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, you know, most of the guys I dealt with were actually pretty nice. Yeah. Um, and I think for the most part we're just kind of doing what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, so you know, there's nothing. No animosity or anything bad there. Um, and then I got a lawyer, and, and for six months, I just kind of fought with the government. And what was interesting was MySpace never came after me. Like, MySpace wasn't like, you brought our site down, you know, we're taking you down. It was the U.S. It was the state of California and the Los Angeles District Attorney. Um, so it's kind of like MySpace never said anything. Now, does that did that help that MySpace wasn't coming after you itself? Uh, I mean, it helped me in the fact that my 
you know, one less person was coming after me. Right. Because they could have also come after me and said, oh, by the way, you caused this all this, you know, you caused our website to go down. Mm -hmm. It's not intended. And you owe us all this money because of ad lost revenue. Um, So I could totally, I would actually understand that a lot more. And, uh, you know, I fought for six months and ultimately they were trying to, you know, initially they were talking about putting me in jail, putting Mm -hmm. me in prison. Uh, not letting me touch computers ever again, which would suck because, I mean, I didn't have a high school diploma. I didn't yeah. really have anything to fall back on. Um, and we basically fought and finally agreed upon three years, no computer use. So three years, not touching a computer, not touching the internet. Uh, which, I mean, I then was, obviously it's all bad. But I, I imagine that even now, as much as connected as everyone is and as much people use it, um, so you had you to stick by that, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, Did it drive yeah. you crazy? Uh, you know what? I thought it would. And after probably the first week, it was, I think we adapt pretty quickly. So I got used to it after the first week. So you didn't do any, like, you didn't, like, what could you not do with a computer for three years? Because it was touch, still in. Touch them. Could your eyeballs look at one? Uh, if I somebody, mean, t- like, if somebody, could you have email? Like in, like in the centerfold of a wired magazine or yeah, something? Like, um, like if, did you have email? Okay, so you had no nothing to log into or allowed to log into anything. No. If somebody like like could you look over someone's shoulder and they were looking at like Yahoo Weather? Yeah. Okay. But I live in LA, so Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um this pace hasn't changed in months. Yeah. Well, all right, good. Uh I would say the worst part of, of the whole ordeal was when I wanted to go somewhere new and I wanted to pull out Google Maps and it's like, "Oh, you have to use a Thomas guide. I had to use exactly a Thomas guide. That sucked. But did you? I mean, you said you, know, you get. It's like it's like when you get TiVo for the first time. Yeah. You're like, oh my god, I can record. Yeah. Record videos, and then someone takes your TiVo away, and you're like, what commercials? Yeah. It's torture. It's torture. Yeah. Um. So, but you said you got, you got the attention of like the securities community, the hacker community. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, definitely the computer security community. Yeah. Um, and the hacker community. And uh, I think when I came back, when I was like, after three years, I was allowed to touch the computer, like, it was all gone. Everything went away. I had done my community service. Mm-hmm. I paid some restitution. Um, and everything, I was just a normal citizen again. And I got a computer, and uh, I was like, oh, man, this, I still love hacking. I still love breaking into things. So how can I do this and not go to prison? Um, and that's when I thought, okay, well, we have things all around us now. And then the smartphone came out. iPhone mm-hmm. came out. Um, it's a game changer. Yeah, totally right. a game changer. Yeah. And I was like, well, you know, what what's going on? And I started learning about how essentially all these devices are, are tracking us. They're collecting information that we didn't agree to. Um, and I think some level of tracking is okay, but you also have to know that it's happening. Like you, you should, the people should be transparent about what's happening with our devices and with our information. Um, and I started looking, how can I hack into things and then demonstrate what's possible? Like where we're just totally missing the fact that there are security implications here. Um, so I just started working on projects that I think were cool. So one with day, yourself or with a company or just, but just for myself. Um, and then, I, you know, for example, Amazon said that they would start releasing, you know, using drones to deliver packages. It's like, that's really cool. I think drones are, drones are awesome, but are, are drones even secure? Like, do we even know? So I got at the time the most ubiquitous consumer drone and I found I could hack it within that day. Within 20, within 24 hours of Amazon stating that they're going to launch drones to deliver packages. I showed how to hack the most ubiquitous consumer drone. So I created something called Skyjack. And this is my own drone that flies around looking for the wireless signal of other drones. And if it finds any other drone, 
it hijacks it. It takes it over, disconnects the owner, shows me the live feed, and then it follows my drone, essentially as a zombie. And it would do this for any drones nearby. So clearly, like, we have, we have issues. We have issues with our current state of technology when it comes to drones, which I think are awesome. I think drones are great, and, like, we can do so many cool things. Um, so I demonstrated that, and I just released that as open source software. And uh, that's the, the sort of stuff I do now. I kind of, like, take a look at the things that we use every day or we want to use and try to find, you know, what are things that we're missing and that we're not yet thinking about that we should be and that we can improve upon. Well, so what, like, I guess to bring it up, I mean, were you, like, because I, I kind of imagined um, that, like, the government was, like, all right, listen, like, you're better, you know, we we want you on our side. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. You, you, when you have, like, the, the best person to have to is the criminal, right? Yeah, I guess. yeah sure. Um, little was there any of that? Or was that just in my mind? Uh, there's a little bit of that. Yeah. There's a little bit of that. Yeah. Um, and I've also worked with some companies that, you know, do some work with the government yeah. and help them. Shipping can make or break a sale. So optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So in, in theory, like this, um, you know, this thing that, you know, you did kind of help launch your career a little bit, like, or not necessarily? Uh, you know, I, I think it was, I think it was beneficial in a couple ways, um, actually, you know. For one, it was just that getting yeah. on this podcast. I mean, I mean, this, yeah, basically, like this is my it. life. Yeah, my life is complete now. Yeah. Oh, you're done. So, yeah. I Try something new. I don't. I don't really have anything to look forward to anymore. Yeah. Oh well, I do. Uh, More podcasts. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, then I guess I have those to look forward. To. Yeah. All right, so I can continue to live. All right, that's good. Um. So yeah, it would help my credibility, I think, in that space, or maybe it hurt it. I'm not sure. Uh. But also, I would say, like, for me, it was awesome not, it was really good for me to not be on computer. Because I was on computer every day and every night before then. And to actually be forced to do something else, like, to, to walk outside and be like, what is that? Yeah. Like, oh, what is that bird? That, yeah. yeah. That's not, know, a, it's I, not a Twitter bird. It's what, it's, it's a regular real bird. It, it, yeah, exactly. And I couldn't find any fail whales, like, flying around. Yeah. Uh, um, now, fast, kind of fast forward more to now. I'm like I think maybe people out there are curious um what what are things that that are the most hacked into that people can like kind of um 
safeguard themselves or mm-hmm. or they're most vulnerable to i mean you know, credit cards get hacked all the time and 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 um this and that but i was just curious to like what what's some stuff that's out there that people are like probably not aware of that like sure um i, I mean i'd say yeah credit cards that i don't even worry about credit cards like i'm happily i'll give you you know i'll give it anyway my credit card number mm-hmm. just because the for the most part credit card companies are really good about yeah you know knowing what's fraud and yeah knowing what's fraud and um so you don't really lose money that way uh i would say the number one thing anyone can do to help protect themselves is use different passwords on websites Mm -hmm. because websites are hacked all the time and a lot of their databases full of their passwords like let's say something that's not important to you like a linkedin or Mm -hmm. something like that that just oh it's very linkedin is very important okay to get endorsed like crazy you got to get those endorsements but we'll we'll say linkedin for this well yeah yeah yeah. for in this case we'll say linkedin and um if that gets hacked and a bunch of passwords are leaked, that might not be important to you if someone breaks into your LinkedIn and you might change your password when they like email you, hey, we got hacked. Um, but that password, if you used it for something else, now it's in a public database that anyone can access. And if someone wants to like break into something else that you have, like your Dropbox or your iTunes, so they can listen to all your music, um, then if you're using the same password, then now they have that password. So. I guess that's the that's the way I see people get hacked the most is not because it's just because they're using the same password across different websites. Um, so number one tip for anyone: use different passwords everywhere. So super fun party party guy eighty eight is I shouldn't use that for every single thing. I should change it. You could, yeah, change it to. But I have a cap. The S is capital though. Okay. So that's pretty. Uh, I'm throwing the throwing dollar off. sign. Yeah. Dollar oh signs. yeah. Got to yeah. like yeah. Got to have dollar signs. Yeah. Um. So. When we, you know, we see things on TV like Mr. Robot or mm-hmm. any uh, many, many examples of um, hackers and stuff like that, how accurate is that? I know it's like really, really different, but are they, do you, is there some accuracy to it or is it a lot of it like just more fluff and excitement? In almost all cases, it's fluff and excitement, uh, except Mr. Robot has been reasonably accurate in the beginning episodes. Um, I actually haven't watched the full, I still need to watch the rest of it, but Mr. Robot has probably been one of the most accurate things that I've seen. And the person like what about the personalities of like hackers is that pretty much all like uh edgy kind of like hate the man type thing? Um I mean not all of them, but I would definitely say that there's You have to be a little bit of uh, there's you know rebellion to your what you're doing. I I think I think this stereotype does probably carry over for a lot of it. Um for a lot of the people I meet. I know that like you know there is there are a lot of similarities between what you see in TV and hackers, uh, except in movie hackers, because we don't all wear roller skates. No, no, no. So I think if you, I think probably be best if you want to be hackers to be like a model, and be like, I'm a model. But if I become a hacker, no one's gonna think I'm a hacker. Ooh, that's the best that's person smart. to be a hacker. Oh, I should have been a model. Yeah. Oh man, that's not too late. Yeah. It's never too late. That's not what I hear. Um. Well, you know, <laughs> listen. Everyone's a 10 in the Friends Without Benefits podcast. Um, I'm an 11, though, so don't nice. ever forget that. Nice. Uh, what about, like, commu- okay, so obviously um, a group like Anonymous, very, you know what I mean, it's, gets a lot of press and a lot of attention yeah. and, you know, like a hero kind of culture to what, what it is, kind of championing um, things that need to be, you know, need some championing. Uh, what do you, What's your thoughts on that kind of community? I mean, I don't know, whatever you want to say or can say. Or, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think Anonymous is, is super interesting because Anonymous itself is not an organized. Right. Uh, and it, it's not meant to be organized. Right. Or it, it's, 
the idea is that anyone can be anonymous. Anyone can sort of fight for what they believe in. And, and some of that is actually really cool and really good. Um, some of it is not. Some of it is sort of like, let's create a reason to hack into something. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely interesting to see because you have, I, I think one of the coolest things that it demonstrates is the fact, or one of the most interesting things to me, is that it, it shows what is capable, like what people are capable of, like how insecure our daily lives are, and how these people, you know, they're able to like hack into governments all over, right? It's just happening every single day. Um, I mean, that's kind of insanity, especially because a lot of these are pro- are kids, right? They're they're very, you know, teenagers. And, you know, a teenager can basically break into a government, you know, government machines. It's crazy. Um, just recently, we had the first time hackers have ever actually shut off electricity for a large number of people. Um, somewhere, I believe in Ukraine, a city uh, ut- utility company was essentially hacked. And their SCADA systems, which controlled the electric, the power grid over there, got shut down. So hackers shut down a city electricity within were they i don't know if they found out whether they, they within the city or outside the city i believe i, I assume they're outside the city. yeah i assume uh, they were remote, i assume it was over the internet you know as time i mean as time goes on and like things like security and and even more dependent people come uh, become on doing everything online or whatever things are computerized i mean the rate of like a, a company or organization to step up their um you know to step up their security and then the rate of kids or whatever getting good at hacking mm. like do the will the will the, the people on the fringe always have the edge as compared to like the corporation is a corporation just like a kind of uh, a very kind of standard like oh this is good enough or like how, how is it like it's like a race almost right yeah yeah it's a good question i mean it's, it's definitely cat and mouse so it's definitely there's always a, a group that's creating new attacks new um yeah looking for new attack vectors and there's always a group that's like trying to secure against those that they know about um but then also trying to create more generic solutions that can secure against things they don't know about because the problem is it's impossible to find every possible vulnerability in something so how can we like more generically find a way to protect against how can we build something in a way so that if we do get hacked nothing bad happens right that's that's another way to look at it um you know if you just have the assumption that my Let's say you have a company or website. It's going to get hacked. My data is going to get stolen. How can it be built in a way that that's not a big deal, where all the passwords are encrypted in a way that you know it doesn't give the attackers any you know anything good? Um, so it will be a cat and mouse. What what's interesting now is that there are governments who are basically just hiring, right? Most gov- you know most um, major and modern governments are now hiring hackers, and they have teams and teams of hackers that all they do is look in software and hardware for vulnerabilities. They actually theoretically either want them to find... Uh, oh, yes, they want them to, to find, find Or be like, listen, I'm stumped, right? I guess mm-hmm. what, what... I mean, uh, I mean, because they, they do want a uh, theoretically a fail, you know, uh, fail-proof... Sure, for their own ...program systems. or whatever, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I guess the thing is that they want them to find the thing and then kind of... Uh, but how do you know they're not in there and they're not planting, like, the, you know... Well, I mean, you know, that there are different groups that do yeah. different things. Yeah. So there are groups that all they do are produce attacks so that the governments can use those attacks to attack other nation states or whatever they need. Oh. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's like cyber it's, warfare. It is cyber warfare. It's exactly I mean, I like, I like using the word cyber. I just want to bring it back to the 90s. Cyber is awesome. Yeah. I mean, uh, so what about um, message, like, you know, like message boards, like a, Sure, 4chan or maybe a Reddit or any of those kind of – and the, the 
I mean, I know this is like a little bit like not necessarily like necessarily your expertise of what goes on in the darker deep web, but what how are those people doing what they're doing and staying so far like are are so far off the grid? Um, could you like if if there was somebody on one of these things, sure. could you find them? It depends. I mean, for one thing, you know, I, I grew up as a hacker. I grew mm-hmm. up on the forums and IRC, Internet Relay Chat. That's mm-hmm. where a lot of, uh, that's where I'd say a lot of the, the top people that I know are are on, right? They, they go into IRC because it's just what they use. Um, and you can chat with them and you can, you know, if you know the, the channels and networks, and you can actually communicate with a lot of them. Um, some are totally hidden, right? Some don't want to chat with anyone. Um but yeah, you can. A lot of this is accessible. You know, if you want to go onto the dark web, you can. And you know, the dark web is essentially you can download Tor, and Tor encrypts uh, and anonymizes all your traffic, all your internet traffic. And what's really cool is once you're on this dark net, you can access a whole network that you couldn't before. So normally you can go to whatever.com.net.org, but when you're on Tor, you can access a whole bunch of domains that you did not have access to before. Just a whole new top-level domain .onion come, you know, reveals itself to you. Um, it's pretty cool because now you can access all of these un- underground darknet sites that you couldn't before. And that's just another layer where, you, where you'll find more people who are interested in that kind of stuff. The, the percentage, I, I mean, I don't know. This is The percentage of dark web and deep, I mean, obviously, like, I guess anything above, anything you need a password for starts going darker, right? Like if you, if I just land on a page, you know, like um, somebody's Facebook.com and, but mm-hmm. then when you put the password in and then it goes another level, right? And sure. then, then it keeps going like lower from there. How much, is there more dark and deep web than there is regular web? No, a regular web is definitely the majority of yeah. the internet. However, uh, what, what's interesting is a lot of the places like you don't need a password. There's a lot of places that are just not password protected. It's just that nobody knows about them. Yeah. And you only know about them by like hearing from someone else because i I, you know uh that there's some sites i mean that you go and you go on it and the second you log on to it like they have all your information um as like and that's how that works or whatever like i don't know is that does that ring a bell like um on some of these dark websites like if you go on it then they just by you going on it then they have all your for the, I mean, for the most part, the the point of the dark web is that you're supposed to be not like yeah. you're mostly anonymized, and it's mostly you know governments that are actually trying to de-anonymize people yeah. on the dark web, and also researchers because that's actually I mean that's just an interesting area. It's like if you're trying to be anonymous and you go on something, you expect to be anonymous. Um, so it's interesting to research like how can we de-anonymize people who are who believe they're actually anonymous. Um, so for the most part, no, you're not going to have your data stolen while you're in there. However, a lot of these websites are getting shut down. They're getting trying to um, people are trying to hack into them. Governments are trying to shut them down or take their databases to understand who's using them as well. Who's using these websites? Um, and some of them are bad. Some of them are good. Like you don't necessarily there's, there's not necessarily just because you're in the dark web doesn't mean everything's negative either. Yeah, but it sounds cool when it's like dark web. Oh, super cool. Deep web, <laughs> dark deep web. So as far as like attacks, like a DDoS attack is like the most as a popular. That's yeah. what they say yeah, in D- most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DDoS. D- yeah, a um, distributed denial of service. So it's yeah. when you take millions of computers that that have already been hacked, and you send them to they all they they all send traffic to one location, and normally you might you know if you're let's say a, a web server or a company or something you can accept traffic from a thousand people simultaneously. Right. 
But when there's a and million, you almost maybe hope to have that if you're a business, right? Absolutely. Like Amazon, I'm sure is like, yeah, we want plenty of people to come to like buy stuff, and, right. and you know, browse and stuff like that. Right. But a DDoS attack, no one's no one's coming to buy. They're just sending traffic. Right. And all that traffic, you know, will at some point the you know, literally the the wire will only be able to carry so much of yeah. that traffic to those servers. And they will go down, which means lots of business, you know potentially business loss for that company. Um, so that's like a common attack now because it's so easy to hack computers and it's so easy to install malware on the machines that you can create this distributed network of of machines that have been hacked and just turn them into like a zombie network of just. Uh, so you can have a zombie. Yes. You can have a zombie computer and not even know it. Absolutely. Yeah, lots of people do. Lots of people. Their computers are used for attacks all the time. They don't even realize it. Oh, you could, so you can be on there just being like you're stalking, just browsing, yeah. You're stalking an ex on Facebook, like sure. some people do. I don't. Um, and uh, your computer could be one of those computers. Absolutely, yeah. Because you might not notice the traffic. You might notice that things are slow. Yeah. But to, to whomever is getting DDoSed, it's that times a million, <laughs> so they notice it. Interesting. That's why my computer's so slow. Uh, maybe, it's maybe, porn, maybe, maybe it's the websites porn, you visit. Yeah, porn. I mean, it could be anything. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it could be the porn, but it might not be the porn at all. It's, it's probably the zombie. Yeah. It's, it's it's. I'm being te- yeah. I'm being over. Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, yeah, got yeah. it. Awesome. I also there's a th- thing I was listening to on the podcast. Is there like a ca- some kind of canon? Oh yeah, there's a. Uh, I think it's called L O I C, like low orbit. Yeah. Ion canon or something. Does that like ring that? a bell? Yeah. So that's um that's kind of, <laughs> it's like a manual distributed denial of service where everyone is just told to go to this website and type in like an IP address or URL. And it's like manually going, and you're basically following rules of the internet where you're like, you're not sending so much traffic. But again, because it's distributed across, if it's a million people, that's a million times the traffic bandwidth of one computer you have yeah. to be able to support. And that can take, take down a machine or server or network. Wow. So are you like a hero among like the underground community? Uh, I have no idea. Nah, you are. You're like, I can see because you know you are. You know you are. You get on there and and you know. Do you, so. I mean, do you do you you speak a lot and and talk a lot about this around? Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, I do a lot of talks. Um, you know, I love going to DefCon, which mm-hmm. is sort of the annual hacker conference uh, in Vegas, where uh, I mean, people go to demonstrate sort of the latest latest technologies, techniques, uh, methods of hacking, methods of securing. Um, so it's always fun to go there and and also because a hacker doesn't necessarily mean bad. No, not not at all. Uh, yeah, it can be either way. I mean, the only way, like you said earlier, the only way to, to, you know, if you really want to protect yourself, you need someone who understands how to break into it, right? You can't protect yourself without understanding how hacking is done in the first place. Um, so you need to actually, you know, if you just want to secure something, you definitely want someone who understands how to hack into something so that you can secure against that. Um, and you want someone who's on the fringe or who's on the edge and, and sees all the new bleeding. That's wearing hats. a hoodie. Totally God, we're wearing a hoodie. hoodie. It's a whole bunch of hoodies. There's a lot of hoodies. And you're drinking a lot of energy drinks and uh, 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 just chugging those energy drinks oh, and always yeah. on edge. Always. Always looking over your shoulder. Well, so what do you got coming up? Any, anything exciting coming up? Um, maybe you probably, probably can't even say if you... you... Um, I, I mean, I've been doing some cool stuff with cars. Uh, you know, last year I demonstrated how to unlock virtually any car um, using, you know, a little bit of equipment. Uh, and oh, my... I use one. It's called the key. It's Ooh, crazy. Yeah. It, uh, but nobody's nice. asking me to speak about it. <laughs> but and it's only my own. Uh-huh. It's only my own 2005 car. So oh, it's, it's only yours. It's, there's I not see. a lot of demand for me. I see. Yeah. Um, 
well, you can come with me. I mean, this is more like a universal key. Okay. Uh, so stuff like that. I mean, our, our cars are now just, they're computers. Mm-hmm. They're computers with wheels. Um, and now they have all sorts of crazy things inside. Like they have, you know, automatic braking for you or automatic turning. Autom- uh, you know, they'll just like autonomously drive. Yeah. So can that be hacked? that be taken over people have demonstrated you know last year charlie miller and chris valsic showed some really cool things where they took over a jeep that was live an unmodified jeep driving down the highway they were able to disable its brakes locate where it was turn on the radio change change the music to biggie they did all of this stuff and demonstrated on video they're like we did this to a car that has not been modified or hacked in any way they just hacked it on the fly it was absolutely insane yeah this is possible today um so when you get in your cars, everybody, if you're listening to this in your car, if the radio goes to Biggie, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> you know you're in trouble. Um, is there anywhere we can find you online, or is that a secret too? Uh, no, uh, yeah, you can find me online. Um, I've been doing a, a YouTube channel where I'm teaching I've watched people. some of you. You haven't put up a video in a bit. I haven't. I haven't. Yeah. I, I'm working on a few. So why don't you just have like a million views each? I don't know. Well, well why don't you just make it happen? Oh, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. You or know, you play by the rules. I play by That's the rules good. now. Terms yeah, of service. Yeah, yeah no, stick no, by no. those terms of service. I am like a toss follower. Yeah, great. Um. And you keep, you keep winking, though. I don't get it. And doing air you quotes. You don't get it? Yeah. Is you wink you? doing air quotes. You don't get a lot of winks? Uh, well, when you said terms of service, you were like, give me air quotes and winks. I'm kidding. It was not. <laughs> that was not happening. I was the one doing the winking. Um, yeah, so uh, check out Applied Hacking on YouTube. That's that's my YouTube channel. It's called Applied Hacking. Uh, I show you how to hack into things. Like You can have zero technical knowledge, and I'll show you some really cool stuff. You can have a lot of technical knowledge. I'll show you how to build like robots that crack master locks that you can 3d print or use arduino or code or build hardware or just how to use like a can of air spray to open doors open lock doors um so sort of a range of things and what's the name of the channel uh, applied hacking yeah. yeah check that out put some new videos all right i will you know we will do one together a collaboration where you can show Done. a regular dude yeah um i do youtube.com slash jason horton do you know some regular dudes or? uh I, I can find some yeah i'll go okay. on craigslist okay cool. uh uh seeking regular dude we can get like you know regular dude doesn't know how to do literally anything and dude get seeking some, regular dude yeah and just trying to you know learn how to um to learn how to hack stuff awesome. well, sammy thank you so much for being on uh, having me. you know uh you can check me out youtube.com slash jason horton thanks to sideshow network.tv uh subscribe um and leave a comment on the itunes it'd be nice and uh help support the podcast uh patreon.com slash jason horton sammy thank you so much all right thank you stay with my phone man right. you're hacking with your mind <laughs> <laughs>